Welcome to the podcast, Just Cut. My name is George, and with me as always, my best bud, Joe. What's up? E. That's me. Yeah. Joey, if you didn't know, Joey recently changed his name. Now it's just spelled Joe and then dash E. No way. He took away the Y. Apparently, he, <laughs> got, a, he got sued <laughs> by Universal yeah. saying that Joey can only come out in Friends. Why? Okay. <laughs> Do they actually own Friends? No, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I think it's NBC. Yeah. No, I... I don't know. Well, maybe now it's HBO Max and Warner Brothers. I found out that like Friends is coming out on Comedy Central now. Like, is it really? Yeah, that's weird. that's comedy now. That, that's anyways. what they consider <laughs> peak comedy. Peak comedy, people. Anyways, we here talk about movies. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about some movies today. Of course, the main one today we will be talking about is Shang Chi. But I'm sure me and Joey have watched different movies this week that we will also be discussing. In a mm-hmm. particular, we do have corrections. Starting Yay. today, Yay. Uh, on the topic of the whole straight to streaming being the same thing as straight to DVD, mm-hmm. uh, you quoted me as saying that you quoted saying I'm that quoted as yeah, you said George, you definitely have watched a straight to DVD movie, and then mm-hmm. you said it's Stand and Deliver. Stand and oh, De- okay, yeah. Stand and Deliver actually did have a theatrical run, which is funny because uh, it's gonna uh, be one of those indie theatrical movies. <laughs> <laughs> theatrical <clears throat> run. It actually was released in theaters, correct? Okay. Uh, it uh, and this was back in 1988. It made 14 million dollars at the box office, which for 1988, not terrible. It's pretty good money. I guess. I mean, this is not obviously like freaking Star Wars money, but yeah. definitely still up there. Like it's not bad. Um, did have a huge box office considering the two main people that were in it, and then it was a huge feat for Latino film. Of course, Selena sent that in, letting us know, hey, movie came actually out in theaters. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Which, you know what? It's a correction, Joey. It's true. We were wrong. I didn't I realize. So. I, I I wouldn't have never been able to tell you if it came out in theaters. Well, you couldn't. You looked it up and you couldn't. I mean, yeah, that's you true. You probably looked up the same things that I did. and uh, We couldn't find it. it. She oh. finally went into, like, Arizona <laughs> database of, like, different, like, movies come out. Arizona like, database? I don't know. Really? Come on. Did. She went to some uh, like weird state, and she's like, "Oh, there was a theatrical run, and it's like released in these certain states." And I mean, I don't think so. Looking at the picture scene it sent me, it just looks off like a regular website, bro. Because like Minari had a theatrical run, but it wasn't released in all all U.S. states. I think. But this is 1988, so most likely it was released in almost every single theater. Mm. I and mean, who knows? I don't know. Do you know the production studio? I really don't care about Stand and Deliver this much to be talking mm. about it. No, no, I don't. Okay. Yeah. Do you got any movie news? For me? <laughs> well, I watched the Matrix uh, Rev- Revolutions, <laughs> Resurrection, Resurrection yeah. uh, trailer. trailer. Yeah, I mean, when we were came spo- out today, right? Came out today, this morning. Yes, we were supposed to record yesterday, which is I was going to talk yeah. about the teaser because they did the same thing as the Dark Knight did. Did you hear about this? No. So when the Dark Knight first came out, the only way to watch the teaser, the one with the burning uh, Dark Knight symbol and then the Joker just saying yeah. stuff, the only way you could really watch that was mm-hmm. if you went onto the website and like did a whole bunch of random clicks and then it popped up. Oh, wow. But of course, because of the internet changes, it made it super easy to find it. Just like today. Uh, yeah, like yesterday, I should say. The Resurrections trailer was teased on their website. You had to do a whole like scavenger hunt to figure it out. Yeah. But of course, it ended up on YouTube anyways. Yeah. I watched it. I was going to talk about that with you today. Uh, well, yesterday. And then they released a the whole trailer today. Mm-hmm. So, what did you think? I, th- I liked it. Um, it's kind of like... Uh, there's one thing that I have, like, a 
I don't know some reservations about mm-hmm. that. Like, I'm, it's looking like it's gonna be like one of those like, oh, alternate universe. Like, what if you took Make the? Make it fly, homie. No, oh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> uh, what if you like took the blue pill instead, you uh-huh. know, instead of the red pill, and like mm-hmm. kind of see that in the trailer? And I was like, man, if it's gonna be like an alternate universe, like this one, a different Morpheus. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean. I really hope he doesn't say, no, yeah, I'm Morpheus. And it's like, you look different. It's like, no, I'm Morpheus. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah like, I, was, <laughs> I was talking to one of my friends today about it. And I asked, like, isn't Lawrence Fishburne coming out of this movie? And he looked it up and he's like, no. He said he wasn't returning. And I was like, what? Yeah. That's crazy. How do you not have one of the most iconic characters of that movie not come out? And and that's the thing, right? The young guy is playing Morpheus, right? Or I is it no just clue. assumed right now? You know, I guess it's just assumed. Yeah, mm-hmm. they don't really say his name or anything like that. But something that I did notice, they got mm-hmm. rid of that green tint. Yeah, uh, and they added like blue and red almost. <laughs> it actually has color now. Yeah. It's not like your TV is no longer broken. It yeah. is definitely done correctly. There it's, is color. But I think that's well, that was the whole point. Like it's uh, like so bright and shiny. Like that's why when you take the blue pill, you're you're mm-hmm. you're in the dream. You're you, you wake up in your bed and you just so, nothing ever happens. So what do you think is happening in the movie? I think he's just... I think it's like... Uh, that's what I'm assuming. I'm, I'm assuming it's like alternate universes where like all these characters mm. took the blue pill instead of the red pill. Mm. And, you know, they never saved Zion and like all that stuff never happened. Really? Like, but just like everything in life, like life finds a way kind of thing mm-hmm. you know and so like dinosaurs come back to life yeah there you go kill everybody <laughs> <laughs> but i'm saying like i think they're gonna c- i think like morpheus is like nah we need you to come back or like we need you to do something or so or a whole completely different character comes back or comes in and says like like oh this is the life you're supposed to take or or you're still the one hmm. so you want to hear my idea of what could be happening this is a real reach this isn't this isn't an exact thing, but here's okay. my guess. All right, this is what I think could happen. I think it's set a few years after Matrix Revolutions. Okay. All right. So same universe, same characters. Everything that happened in those movies happened. But how's that possible, though? Right. Because because I was just talking to my brother Steve today about it. Okay. And we were just I told him like, dude, uh, Neo died at the end. It's very clear that he died, and. And I was explaining to him the ending because he didn't really remember it too much. And I told him, like, he's dead. And he was like, is he dead? I don't think he's dead. And like, and then I ended up looking it up. And it's like dead but not dead because you see the machines take his body away. Yeah. So my thinking is that he, they make the truce, right, to like if any human wants to leave the Matrix, they can leave. If they want to stay here, they can stay here until they die. That was the truth that, truce that was set by everybody at the end of the movie of Revolutions. So my my thinking is they took Neo's body, who's not totally 100% dead, took him into the, the, the giant like machine city, connected him back into the Matrix, and they upgraded the Matrix using his brain, right? Because he's the one who physically got out of the Matrix, has all the powers outside of the Matrix that he yeah. almost has inside it. I bet they're using his brain to make the Matrix more believable and realistic. And that's why the green tint is gone. That's why a lot of the characters... And that's how probably they'll explain why the characters all look modernish and ev- the buildings look modernish. If you look at it, they're not even in... I don't even think the original one was set in San Francisco, but this one is. Mm. And They never say what's... Act- like The say first one, right? I don't think they do. Any they just, of them. Well, this one, they're, they're essentially telling you it's San Fran. 
Yeah. Because they have the giant pyramid thing. They have the little... I think they had the Presidio in it at one point in the trailer. Yeah. So I'm thinking they're using his brain to create a more encompassing matrix that makes everybody a little bit happier and stays so no one leaves. Mm. So you still have the crazy... Not the crazy people. The real people outside mm. in Zion trying to figure out what's going on, why this is happening. Mm. And I bet you the reason he's taking all the blue pills is because that's how they keep him sedated and controlled to believe he's there, like mm. we already know. Yeah, a metaphor for catapultism. Yeah, sure. Huh? <laughs> well, as we know, all of these... <laughs> yeah. can, uh, actually, we have people in the chat right now. Steve just jumped on and said, the ultimate sacrifice like Jesus. Mm. Which is true. I mean, that movie has a lot to do... Like, there's a lot of metaphors and allusions in these movies. Yeah, to Jesus and the Bible. Of course, yeah. And even in the recent years, uh, both of the Wachowskis have come out and said that it has a lot to do with the trans... Uh, experience of mm-hmm. like being stuck in this shell and then learning to grow and be who you actually are outside of it. Yeah, which is an interesting topic, which I would love to get into, but I, I don't, I don't have that experience, and I don't want to just regurgitate a bunch of articles I read. Yeah, uh, but I think that the very least, this movie is going to be so heavy on on the illusions again, just because they're going to try to bring back a lot of the th- last three movies and mm-hmm. revamp it for now. Mm. I, I'm hoping that it's a better version of what Star Wars: Force Awakens was, because I think Force Awakens You're like right, was, that is a reach. Because <laughs> like Force Awakens was a bunch of member berries. Yeah, this kind of feels like we're getting a bunch of member berries with the mirrors, the pills, Morpheus not being Morpheus. Yeah, and we're getting Carrie Ann Moss again coming back to Trinity. The White Rabbit is playing, coming back. It feels almost like a sequel to the first movie than it does to all three movies. As, uh, than it does to all three movies. Okay. But yeah, I get the feeling that like they're trying to they're gonna try to get him out of the matrix to relive everything. Here's the catch though. I think Trinity's still dead. And that that version of Trinity is a, is a freaking uh an agent. Oh, Either yeah. an agent or in his mind that they recreated using the memories he had of her. To make him feel peaceful so he doesn't want to leave. Because mm. at the end of the day, man, it's always about the machines trying to stay alive. Very true. I don't know. I really, can't, I really couldn't tell by like the trailer, mm-hmm. and I try not to dissect it too much. I might uh, take what I saw. Yeah, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna keep an open mind because, like, I feel like, it, like I was just telling you off podcast. Like, I've been watching a lot of those, like, um, like Easter eggs you might have missed, mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. explanations mm-hmm. of blah, blah blah. I don't know why. I just have been curious to mm-hmm. see like what other people are putting on there, and then like. It's like a lot, you know? It's like, come on, man. Like, like the other day I saw one for, like, Spider-Man 2, like, explain or, like, or breakdown or something like that. And I'm like, Spider-Man 2 came out in, like, 2004, man. Like, yeah. I mean, did you check the years? Get, it was all, like, eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, no, no, no. It was, like, a recent one. I think. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, and I was like, yo, man, y'all got to find, like, something else to do with your day well that's the thing is everyone's doing it because it's clickbait it's easy because freaking spider-man comes out in two months yeah i guess so like i guess people like man what does this spider-man 2 gotta do with anything (laughs) (laughs) well let me go watch spider-man 2 no but no instead of watching it you watch a 30 minute video and like breaking down (laughs) everything that happens in the movie and i'm like i didn't watch it i was gonna say how was the video no 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 (laughs) (laughs) i didn't watch it because i've seen the movie i've i've watched it so many times i don't need a breakdown of like what happens i don't need 
I don't need to know that, like, in the first one, like, did you know he actually took so many takes to, like, do it right every single time? Yeah. Like, yeah, I already knew that because I've watched it so many times. Like, I own the DVD. Yeah, I own There's the things DVD. called bonus features that this guy's just regurgitating into yeah, the Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I'm like, which is kind of like what we do, but. Like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We do way more complex in-depth looks. <laughs> but, um, no, but it's like, I don't know. I with trailers, I, I'm like, come on, it's just a trailer, like, uh huh, like, I, I mean, I've seen, I know, we've talked about it a bunch, yeah. When you're doing a 12 to 15 minute tra- fucking video on a two minute trailer, yeah, man, you kind of just guessing a lot, yeah. And you're, ma- and I get, I take it that people are doing like uh, educated guesses, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I get it, like that's. You're you're kind of making an educated guess because you know you read all this stuff and mm-hmm. and some people like that like I've I've seen some of them I'm like oh, okay this is actually interesting because like I didn't know like certain characters right or like especially with the Marvel stuff right there's so much content that I don't know all of it like uh, Shang Chi <laughs> yeah exactly and then but anyways because I was like we didn't, did we even talk about the Spider Man trailer we last did, week right? yeah we yeah, talked we about it quite a bit yeah and I I watched the one for that and I'm like. And then I, w- I saw one pop up for um, what's it called? Uh, Resurrection. Yeah, yeah, that's. Oh, that's so I saw one pop up for Resurrection. I'm like, damn, man, this movie this really just came out. I mean, that's how it is, but though. I man. think they get them early. No, dude, I don't think so. How do you know? How do I know that they don't get them early? Yeah. I mean, I don't, but I, <laughs> I've been on youtube long enough to know that people are just that quick i know it's like some i won't say their names but like some of them like mentioned like oh yeah we get the movie early so i really can't say oh it. really so i can't hmm. really speculate on cool. this specific blah, 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 but uh just like, know it's gonna be cool <laughs> yeah yeah just know it's gonna be cool yeah kind of thing <laughs> hint hint there will be some fish born in this movie yeah like, <laughs> I, think, I think it happened with like the loki show. oh the tv series the see TV i feel sh- like that happens more with shows like they got the first two episodes first. yeah and like they're like, oh yeah, I, I kind of know what happens in the second episode, so can't really say. And I was like, damn, that sucks. Also, that's bullshit. Why? Why do you get the episode? Why do you get two episodes before everybody else? Because they get they they're probably on this like review kind of thing. Like, bullshit. Yeah, Roger <laughs> and Ebert got like the. That's because Roger and Ebert have been doing it for how many fucking years? Yeah, so these little what? kids out here. On the struggle, no, waiting. these are like adults. I don't watch like little kids going <laughs> like, "Hi, everybody, it's me, Oliver, and I'm here to talk about blah 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 blah." Uh-huh. Shit, I, I tune into Oliver all the time. I just turn into Mickey Mouse. Or uh-huh. It's just Mickey Mouse yeah. and a giant weird Hi, kid suit. <laughs> Anyways, go. On. What were we talking about? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Matrix is going to be exciting. Uh, yeah. Interesting thing, though, right? Matrix, I think, comes out the twenty December twenty second, twenty second, twenty third, and they just pushed back Spider Man No Way Home. To the 26th or 27th? 17th. They moved it back past the holidays. It's December 17th, no? No, they. I'm telling you, they moved it past the holidays. How, how recent is this? Literally yesterday. Mm, then I wouldn't have heard of it. Because uh, I was talking to somebody at work and they were telling me. So they me, moved it past the holidays? They moved it back a little bit. So that way it back wouldn't... Back forward? Back. They were supposed to come out before Christmas. So now it's before... No, uh, and now it's after Halloween? Christmas. Oh. How could it be moved? Oh, I guess. Okay. I get it. What do you mean? Okay. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now just to confirm that the release date is that still date. Let's see. Uh, the trouble with working through here is that I can't always see everything. But regardless, it's I was still thinking of it in ter- I was thinking of terms of like the, mm-hmm. the timeline. Uh-huh. Like, are they moving it forward? And you're like, they're moving it back. 
And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm talking about in real life. Yeah, like they're pushing back the. the I thought they were pushing it back. I like was you told saying, you were saying moving back, and I'm movie, like moving back, moving the movie back, rather, rather than like pushing back. I don't know at this point, man. I, I don't remember what I said a minute ago. This is, Anyways, this, you, if you're listening to this podcast, you know damn well <laughs> neither one of us knows what we say. That's why there's so many corrections usually. But anyways, what was the date now? It is still says still says December seventeenth. Hmm. Interesting. Something. Someone lied to me. I'm gonna think, I'm gonna call him out tomorrow. I'm gonna be like, you made me lie, and now in the podcast I look like a moron. Yeah. You. And then Joey looks smart. And Joey looks smart. Yeah. Joey yeah. looks so smart, yeah. which is tough for Joey to pull off. Oh, I oh, got him. <laughs> anyways, it's gonna be interesting to see how these two shake out because they come out five days apart from each other. Yeah, we'll see. Shouldn't be too big a deal. I mean, I hope not. Uh, the one bit of news is they did move Venom back, all the way back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's October 1st. Yeah. Which is exciting. Because they were. Way sooner. They saw how Shang-Chi did. Yeah, and that's fine. Like, I'm totally cool with it, man. Don't worry about it. Did you see the la- the new Last Night in Soho trailer? No, I'm kind of. I don't want to watch anything. Don't watch it. People, if you're interested in this movie. Which I don't know how many you are, but don't watch the newest one. If you're not interested Actually, in this movie, what's wrong with you? Well, maybe you just don't like that kind of movie. Are you kidding me, man? It's an Edgar Wright film. So watch what? it. <laughs> Anyways, don't be ridiculous. Um, I don't like straight to DVD movies. Apparently, <laughs> I, uh, no one said that, Joe. You're taking a lot of things personally today. <laughs> um, so like uh, Edgar Wright posted like that, like, oh yeah, like this is like the newest trailer, blah blah. blah. But uh-huh. if you don't like to see too much uh, information or don't like like to be wondering what the plot is or like what the theme of the movie is before you watch the movie then i highly suggest not watching this trailer damn but that's how much this trailer reveals like they reveal like what the plot is what the theme of the movie is you know kind of like jesus really how long was this trailer was it like a breakdown of its own trailer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did Edgar Wright come out and be like, I'm breaking down this trailer real yeah. quick so what you don't see. <laughs> in a British accent, obviously. Uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> nah, he does it in American just to mess with me. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so yeah, there was that one. And then I just saw the Don't Look Up trailer. Right. Don't you want to talk about the 15-second teaser you saw of this movie? It looks good. <laughs> I'm actually excited. Like, uh, dude who did Vice and Anchorman. It's really f- Adam McKay. Yeah, yeah. Adam McKay. I, it's funny because when Joey was watching the trailer, he literally, <laughs> I'm I'm on the other side fixing the computer, and I hear him go. After it's done, he goes, "Huh, what is this movie about?" <laughs> and really, from those 15 seconds, you have no idea what's going on. I literally had to look it up because I was just like, I kind of want to know what the hell was going yeah. on in this trailer. And there's a lot of people who come out in this movie. It's just like a star-studded cast, which makes me worried immediately. Why? You know how it goes when you add so many goddamn famous There's people. There's so many movies. good movies with a lot of famous people. Okay. Uh, Valentine's Day. Okay. Uh, New Year's Day. Uh huh. Keep going. Uh, I don't know how many am I supposed Spider-Man to say. Spider Man Three. No, yeah, <laughs> Spider Man Three. <laughs> Spider Man No Way Home. <laughs> we don't know yet. Oh, okay. No. Oh, fine. <laughs> Regardless, <laughs> Valentine's Day no, and right. New Year's Day. <laughs> Not good movies, Joey. What? Come on. I thought it was good. Shut up. You know damn well me and you have been in conversations where we rag on those movies so many I don't rag times. on any movies. Oh, don't you don't rag on any about. movies? Nah, dude. You just ragged <laughs> on it. We were talking about Birdcage right before we came out of this I didn't podcast. say I didn't rag on it. You're making it seem like I went like... He was talking shit, guys. He said... Like, that, that, like, his words. Right there. You just heard him. <laughs> he can't... No defense. Because uh, I'm, no I'm going to talk, talk about Birdcage like, after this, so I'm not going to talk about it now because we're going to talk about Shang-Chi. 
Speaking of Shang-Chi, made a lot of money. You think so? A lot of money? I don't know. Dude, looking. I've made more money than that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Joey, why, no, why no, does this no, podcast no. still look like a piece of shit? <laughs> um, I will say. Hey man, this is your house. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is our podcast. <laughs> Anyways, we're getting weird. Uh, no, it made quite a bit of money. Uh, 75 million? 75 million in three days, which is second overall for this entire year since March. Can you name the movie that got more money than in Shang-Chi this week? This week? Not this week, this year. Suicide Squad. No. Hmm. Suicide Squad actually is number nine on the list. Didn't even crack the top ten of how many movies. Probably because people were like wary before because of the, the one before it. I can tell you right now why. Why? Because looking at this right now, it looks like it is Disney, Disney Universal, Paramount, Disney, Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers, 20th Century, Warner Brothers. And the Warner Brothers movies are Godzilla, uh, Space Jam, and The Suicide Squad. And I guarantee you the reason all of those movies didn't make as much money. Oh, HBO Max. HBO Max. Because everybody listens to this podcast and knows you should buy HBO Max. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, I think that has a lot to do with it. The number one movie was actually Disney, uh, Disney's Black Widow. Oh, really? Yeah. It made, uh, mm. it made 80 million. Interesting. It made alien moons. Only five million more. Uh, technically speaking, though, Shang uh, Chi broke a few records. It, it now holds the record for the best opening weekend on Labor Day. It's too specific. Yeah, yeah it sure. is. It is specific, but it's not because you think about how many movies have actually premiered on Labor Day. Labor Day weekend. Yeah, Pff, a lot. Not as many as you think, because apparently a lot of production companies know that that weekend in particular, no one goes to the movies. It's the end of summer. Why does no one go to the movies? Because everyone's enjoying the last little bits of their summer. They don't want to go in to watch a movie, mm. um, which is an, a lot of people's gripes about when this movie was released was mm. because like, everyone was like, well, it's because it's an Asian influenced movie. And then suddenly you're releasing it on the worst week to release a movie. Mm. To put it in perspective, right? We know Shang-Chi made $75 million, yeah. which... Any other year outside of a pandy year would have been bad. Okay. Um, I especially for a Marvel movie, in my opinion. But the close, the second movie, the movie that used to hold the record for Labor Day, was in two thousand and seven. Two thousand and seven Labor Day. Yeah. It's a good year of movies. It's a good year of movies. Halloween owned that hold the held the title. Oh really? I, and you know how much it made in its uh, opening weekend. This is the record for an opening weekend on Labor Day. Forty-five million. Nope. No, uh, probably cracked ten million. Cracked ten million? Yeah, like barely cracked. 10 no, million. dude, that's way too little. That movie is not that bad. It actually did make quite a bit of money. Twenty-five then. Yeah. My last guess. Thirty. Damn close. It made thirty million, and that was what is that? Fourteen years ago. I was kind of close with the forty-five in the beginning. Yeah, you were good. Yeah, that's why I was like, I was gonna (laughs) give it to you, but you were like, nah, (laughs) ten. Well, because you made it seem like "Mm." all I said was ah, and then you you went crazy. I'm telling you, man, you jumping today. Uh, But I will say, for the that is the most amount of money a movie has made in Labor Day weekend in 2007, dude. That is a hell of a long time ago. That is a long time ago. Uh, for Shang-Chi, a movie... Oh, 14 years ago. Interesting. All right, guys. Well, the camera just died. So now you're just looking at a black screen. And they can still hear us? And they can totally hear us. Oh, okay, good. This is going to be fun. Uh, hey, 
theater of the mind. You know exactly what the setup looks like. <laughs> <laughs> so you can at least hear us out through the rest of this podcast. Uh, I w- Wait, it literally just ran out of battery. Oh, yeah. The, the camera ran out of battery. Oh, and there's no way to like. I can't charge it and use it at the same time. No, you are correct, Joey. Wow. It's oh. bullshit. I know. That's crazy. It's Anyways. probably my fight, I'll be honest. <laughs> I probably forgot to turn it off. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, though, as impressive as that is, I wonder how much money this movie would have made in a non-pandy year. Non-pandemic year? Um, probably not as much. You don't think it would have made as much money? <laughs> no. Wow, really? It, on, and on a Labor Day weekend? Yeah, sure. Let's say it stays in the same thing. You don't think it would have made the... the I think it would have made like a $45 million. Really? You don't think it would have made more than what it made right now? $75 Because so, technically speaking, they I mean, it didn't release in Disney+. Plus. You couldn't buy it anywhere. You couldn't stream it anywhere. The only way to watch this movie was literally to watch mm. it in theaters. I feel like this movie would have made it at easily cracked $100 million on its opening weekend. You think so? Mm-hmm. 100%. I don't know, man. That seems like a stretch for me. I mean, as I don't think so, because when you look at it, right? When you look at old opening weekends, most Marvel movies made a hundred mil. On the, on How the much weekends. did Guardians of the Galaxy make? Okay, uh, like because I, if you look at Guardians of the Galaxy, that was another movie where like it was a character that people didn't really know. Mm-hmm. Like, so they were like, mm, I don't know if I want to watch this one. All right, let's see. Uh, opening weekend of Guardians of the Galaxy. Made ninety four point three million. Maybe it might have made that. Okay, I, I maybe I think this would have cracked a hundred. Maybe I'm saying you know what I'm saying. Maybe mm. at least Guardians of the Galaxy had like big names attached. Well, had one big name uh-huh. <laughs> attached, which was Chris Pratt at the time. Uh-huh. He, that was his year, you know. Mm-hmm. He got you know Jurassic World and all that other stuff, right? I and then he they had Zoe Saldana. Mm-hmm. They got Bradley Cooper as a voice yeah. and Vince. Uh, Vince, what's his name? Vin Diesel. Why I keep, is Vince? I kept saying Vince. Yeah. I kept thinking Vince Vaughn. Yeah, me <laughs> too. Like, why is Vaughn? That's not yeah, right. He didn't come out in that movie. <laughs> uh, and then so, anyways, so they had those big names, you know. Yeah. And they just came off of like what uh, they. What was the one before that? I think it was like Iron Man three, right before. Before Guardians. Out. Yeah, th- that like in ways that it, they came out. If not, it was Winter Soldier. I think it was. I actually don't know. I can't think of it. Cause the, it was a setup to um, the Avengers two. Which one? Guardians. Guardians came out before Avengers two. Okay. And then Aven- uh, Guardians so of the Galaxy two came after. Remember? Well, it would have been at the same time that Thor. That Thor two came out. Yeah. That Iron Man three came out. So and Captain America Winter Soldier, so it would be around that time. Yeah. I don't know, man. Anyways, so but Chang Shi doesn't have a big name attached, one. Okay. It says Number you. two. Well, you think he's a, a big name? I think I think the way that Simo handled the whole situation this past year, he he promoted the hell out of but this. But I movie. didn't say how he handled it. I said like is he a big name? Uh, maybe not in our circles, but in some people that he's a huge name, man. I don't think he's a big enough name. Okay. Like, I think he's not a household name, man. Okay. Chris Pratt, honestly, at the time, wasn't a household name. No, he was knew not. He, people knew who he was. And he had it's a, the same situation. I guess so. I mean, Parks and but, Rec and but there was like a Cam's another, Convenience. There were so many other like cast members. Attached yeah, no, to, like, yeah, you're right. And, and then there's what? The only other person was Aquafina. Aquafina and Tony, Tony Long. Okay, okay, man, come on. 
No, I'm not. I'm not Tony kidding. Tony, he's not that big of a name, though. Like, but like, see, here's the problem. What's the problem? Is that you're thinking it from your perspective? Yeah. Right. You're not thinking about all of the Asian Americans in this in the United States who have actually watched all of these movies and know all these characters and love all these actors. Fine. Like, but uh, I'm still saying like they're not big enough names. Like, okay. I, 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 I not enough for they're not like enough for someone to be like, oh. He's in this movie. I'm definitely gonna go out into okay. the theater and watch this movie. Uh-huh. Not like, oh, I watch it when like uh-huh. the crowds die down. Okay. Because like a lot of the times I'm like that with certain movies. Okay. Like this weekend mm-hmm. we didn't go watch Candy. We didn't watch Candyman. Didn't it come out two weeks ago? No, it came out this no. same weekend. Okay. No, we didn't go out and watch them. Even though there's like, I mean, like the Jordan Peele's attached to it. Mm-hmm. He's technically a big name. But I didn't go running to go watch it. Why? It's like, why not go see Chang chi Because the character interested me more. Yeah, of course. So if anything. But that's a, I'm a Marvel fan. So, I mean, that combined, I mean, I would say maybe 90 million. Not over 100. Over 100 is a lot. For a Labor Day weekend on a regular uh, pandem- non-pandemic year where somebody would, where teenagers would rather just go out to the beach and do uh, stuff. I mean, I, I understand where you're coming from. I yeah. get it all, but I mean, looking at the numbers, they don't add up, Joey. I don't see this movie not cracking hundred. Just like I don't, I any other year the Black Widow would have been released on a weekend. On a weekend, would have still done well. Mm. It's a Marvel movie at this point. Marvel is so ingrained into our society that if you don't watch a Marvel movie, you seem you're left out because a majority of the population watches these movies, and that's why, like, looking it up, and this is the reason why I think it cracks hundred, right? Because because of the diverse cast. Because it's literally almost no white people in this movie. It has the same kind of appeal that Black Panther had. And Black Panther, in its opening weekend, made $192 million. Black Panther was different, though. I, I, Black Panther had already came out in another movie, just like Spider-Man. True. That is 100% true. That is a good point. They already had like a showing in another movie mm-hmm. where we kind of knew the actor. We knew like kind of like where the story like what had happened to him already Mm -hmm. and you're like holy crap what's gonna happen next i and i get that but i think that 192 is nothing to scoff at just and and i think a lot of no 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 you didn't scoff at and i'm not saying you i'm saying just the people that have metaphorically yeah Yeah. people because the thing that i'm thinking is i think that the the fact that it is a so ingrained into asian culture i think people would have turned out a lot more in droves for this movie I really think so. Okay. I mean, we won't be able to ever know, which sucks. Mm -hmm. I mean, unless they re-release the movie in like next year, but what's the point? I don't see them doing that. No. I don't even, I don't even think Marvel is doing anymore, like regardless of the pandemic. Like, I don't even think that they are going to do those like crazy all day movies before the launch of a new movie. No. Like, I don't think they're going to give like all of phase four before like the next Avengers or before the next giant like crossover event that ever happens. I don't think that's going to happen anymore. So when it comes to this movie, I honestly think that it did suffer just like every other movie this year suffered. Like looking at the list of these movies, it's kind of sad how little money these fucking movies made. Um, For example, right? Shang-Chi is second. Third movie was F9. And it made 70 million. Any other year, that movie would have fucking easily cracked 100. There's so many yeah. people who care about Fast and the Furious. No, yeah, of course. Uh, weirdly enough, number four on the list is A Quiet Place Part 2. Oh. Which is like, good for you guys. Like, yeah, you did well. I, and then again, like I said, freaking Suicide Squad didn't barely crack the top 10, 
which is crazy to me that they didn't do that. I just thought that was interesting that these numbers actually ended up coming out. Uh, speaking about the movie, what did you think? <laughs> um, let's see. What did I think about the movie? Well, it had a really strong opening. I like the like opening scenes and mm-hmm. everything. I, honestly, I like the movie overall. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just like a like maybe a part in the middle, which I mean, I I honestly I wanted to watch it again mm-hmm. because um, I feel like maybe I was kind of like I don't know. No, I I wasn't pessimistic. I was like, I was watching the movie. I was entertained, 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 and then it does like a big dip, hmm. super big dip, hmm. where I'm like, okay, I do not care. Mm-hmm. Like I I'm caring less now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What part? Uh, <sighs> tallow? Huh? Tallow? That part too. But that part was kind of cool when he meets the mom. But then they go into his backstory, and they they drag it out a little bit longer. How they're like, oh. Where like he's talking about how, what's it called? Um, they're training um, Shane, mm-hmm. Sean, or Chong or whatever. How I mean, there's like three fucking names in this movie, and yeah. all of them are hard to pronounce in my. In so anyway, so they're things. training him, and then they're like, "Oh, um, you have to go kill us." And then he's like, and then, uh, and then I didn't, and I decided to be whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, and then they go they're stuck in the jail i think it's like within the same scene too mm. and then they escape the jail like i think that whole part really like escaping the wow. jail to like in the forest and then like mm-hmm. and then they go into that other town the they go into like a waterfall right mm-hmm. and then they go into that new well, i mean now you're just giving away a bunch of stuff <laughs> sorry my bad <laughs> well anyways that whole part yeah. like up until like the last battle so pretty much from capture to the next battle you're bored yeah wow that's crazy to me yeah you that was that was your favorite part huh no i mean very clearly the bus scene is my favorite part of the movie oh really the okay. bus scene was incredible the fact that that bus scene is way like that's what i liked about the I like it is that the trailer shows you the bus scene and you think oh this is probably gonna be like what a five minute clip fucking bus scene was like 10 minutes yeah i felt like scene. it was never gonna end and i was like dude this is amazing yeah. like when it comes down to it this is great choreography well done done story using the camera itself speaking of the choreography you know who choreo- who is a choreographer uh i do know the dude but i can't think of his name okay uh, i Wait, know him because this... the dude on tiktok is famous oh okay but there... do you know his career like, no? no i don't think so he used to work with jackie chan and he oh, yeah and he okay, did this part yeah okay i thought you said you didn't know well i wasn't <laughs> sure and the viewers probably don't know I mean, you can go ahead <laughs> they're not even viewers they're just listeners at this point <laughs> <laughs> they so yeah it's, uh, anyways well you tell it no, no no go for it you clearly looked up to it i watched a tiktok video about it that's it i didn't watch no tiktok video i just i read it like that he was like um one of the guys who was like a choreographer choreographer within like in the jackie chan films mm-hmm. and so there's like a they even do a little nod where he takes off his he uses his jacket he mm-hmm. takes it off pushes somebody away and then puts it back on yeah and like that's a whole jackie chan thing where yep. it's like he's using his elements around him and then like i that was like uh that that was very influential about it and then that's why i think he ended up dying so they that's why they thank him at the end oh really oh, yeah. i didn't know that that's messed up yeah that's saying i mean dude I told you before the move we watched before we started doing the pot. Not before last week. I told you I'm excited about the movie because I haven't watched a good like action kung fu movie in a long time. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this movie delivered on all fronts when it came to the fights. The fights yeah, were the amazing. Yeah, the fights were the best. And, then, like... My favorite parts. I honestly... It's crazy to me that you didn't like that movie that much, but also not because I know who you are. Um, I think the whole story with the mom and the dad, like the dad's story of dealing with grief was fucking amazing. Mm. I thought it was so well freaking done. Okay. Like I think his acting was incredible. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was mostly like, like as like a, to nitpick, it's also not that hard because he's very much a, like a, a solemn character. He doesn't really talk much. Yeah. So it's not hard to pull that off. But I think all the emotional beats hit really well. As far as pacing, this is probably my favorite paced movie that I, we've watched. Uh, yeah, I mean, I thought it was pretty good. But I I think I was just so entertained by all the fight scenes. Mm. Like like, like you said, there were long fight scenes, which mm-hmm. is cool. Like I, I've never, I haven't seen that in a long time. You only usually typically see that in kung fu movies. Yeah. Where, like, it's mainly just, like, let's, like it's going to get to the fighting. Mm-hmm. And... And it's always just a build-up to the fight because, like, oh, it's going to be a long fight. So right. we we got to get this out of the way now. Right, cause, and that's the thing with most kung fu movies. It's usually, like, two fights. You get one in the middle-ish and then yeah. one at the end, which is the big one. Yeah, yeah, And we kind of got that. Yeah, but I feel like they sprinkled a lot of them in. Now. Yeah, they did. Because, like, when they um, – there's, like, a scene on, like, scaffolding and then, like – Oh, yeah. That, that scene was very dope. Also another cool scene. And then it's just, like – they try to sprinkle in all these like different relationships and like like I, like you said it was like the mom and the dad that was the main story for me like I, I was like oh cool I'm here for it but you know whose story I didn't care about whose story you didn't care about mm, the little love relationship oh between the, Aquafina and it's just awkward mm-hmm. weird and kind of almost forced yeah and I was like we don't need this oh you I'm good with the other one like I don't need two love stories I really don't and that's the thing <laughs> I get it, Coming down to the like cutting room floor, it's very clear that some shit was cut from this movie. Oh yeah, like there's <laughs> like there there oh, I can't talk about it. Um, there's a very poignant part about this movie that like is very important to Shang Chi's character mm-hmm. that feels oddly oddly skipped. Like if they're gonna talk about it in the next one about yeah. his past, and I'm like it seems like they cut a cut some story out of this and i agree with the whole like the whole will they won't they crap with aquafina and this guy and they even make a mention of it like hey are you guys gonna get married and yeah. he goes, nah, it's not like that we're friends and then throughout the movie i'm like are you though because you really don't look like it and it feels like we're doing will they won't they bullshit and i hate that crap i was kind of more like <sighs> it was more like uh it's, it's the will they won't they yes but they both have the uh, attitude of won't they like like they, they <laughs> yeah. won't no like, no of course not like and i'm like what's the point of this like th- it sounds like they neither of them are into it and then like we're something's gonna happen where they're forced to like each other that mm-hmm. much and i'm like why break up that you know like it's different because like they did the same thing with ant-man and uh, the wasp mm-hmm. but that was like a different chem- i felt like the uh, at least that one worked the chemistry was there mm-hmm. you know you know who else they tried to do that with who with thor and valkyrie Thor and Valkyrie. Yeah. They tried to make it almost feel like Thor and Valkyrie were going to become a thing. And no. then it was oh, very yeah. forced. And I was like, dude, neither one of these people like each other that way. It's very clearly a friendship. Yeah. And that's what I think about this movie, too. It's like, man, like at the end of the day, I feel like Aquafina and Simu are probably real friends. Yeah. And, and I think the, the movie does such a great job at showing you that oh. they're just friends. I just thought of another one. Oh, what? 
Doctor Strange and Wong. Like they try to. Make I mean, them they really tried to make them into a thing. I know. I'm, like, I'm a little man. disappointed on that one, though. I'm like, clearly we see Doctor Strange giving out vibes, but Wong clearly is like. He's like, no, bro. I'm all about the like, Mystic Arts. <laughs> he's more like, I'm more about that tuna milk. <laughs> <laughs> or he's all about abomination. Yeah. Oh, dude, dude what'd you think about the cameos? I, I, before we get before we get to that, okay. I do want to say, growl, jump, time. Growl. The reason. That the, you can't see nothing right now is because my camera died. <laughs> he he came in, he was like, started early, and then he's like, I'm here now. And then he goes, can't see shit, though. Yeah. So, yes, if you are in the stream, I do apologize for not being able to see. If you are in the stream, feel free to jump in if you watch this movie or just want to add anything to what we're saying about any of the other movies we're talking about. I thought the abomination scene was kind of pointless. Like, I feel like they just threw that in to throw it in. I, yeah. I'm almost, I'm almost of the mind... That they're subtly trying to push us. <laughs> they're subtly trying to push us into a what is it called? Fuck! What are they called? Thunder, thunder something. Thunderbolts. Oh, right. The uh, the thunderbolts are specifically a group of a group of heroes. Yeah. With quotation marks that consist of uh, what's his name? The general who started the Sokovia Accords. General Ross. Yes, Thunderbolt Ross. Right, because it's his it's his team that he starts, and it has Hulk. the abomination in it usually. Yeah. Right? He has come out in that team, and it has a few other people in it. Can't remember everybody, but I feel like that's what they're trying to set up. Because Ross keeps coming up. I heard something about um, that there is possibility of them making it a Hulk movie, and that what's her face She Hulk. Oh. Well, She Hulk is going to be a thing, but supposedly that uh, Betsy Ross is going to come back out. Cool, which would be interesting because I'm like. Her character was fun. Like, there was nothing wrong with her character in that movie. I think it could work. But I, I'm not... I'm just like, either commit or don't. Because you're not saying much and you're doing these side things that confuse people. Yeah. Like, even me, when, like, Wong came out... I knew... I obviously knew Abomination was coming out. I didn't know Wong was going to come out. No? No. I, when he came out, I was like, oh, snap, Wong's here. <laughs> uh, which, I love Wong. I think he's one of my favorite side characters. That's, like, one of the main things I saw. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I stayed away. Wong was, like... Like you see in the trailer. Yeah, no, I didn't. I never watched that trailer. You never watched it. The, the trailer? Abomination trailer. No, uh, I didn't. I purposely stayed away from it. Oh wow. Yeah, I tried really hard when it came to this movie. Well, um, as far as like like those cameos, mm-hmm. I really hope it just evolves, and then like you just start getting those little like like see sh- see uh, issue or see movie blah 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 to know what th- they're talking about. Like, <laughs> yeah, like have an asterisk like at every like. It would just be cool. Movie. <laughs> if we had like Stan Lee as a voiceover who yeah. pauses the movie and comes out, check out this movie. Hey, webheads! <laughs> <laughs> Just to know what Spotty's talking about, check oh. out issue or movie No Way Home, <laughs> Excelsior. And then back to normal. <laughs> yeah, and then back to normal. <laughs> what the fuck was that? About? <laughs> Thirty years from people. Who the fuck was that voice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, Growl actually brought up a good point because we have Valentina coming out in all the TV shows, right? Valentina. You don't remember? Uh, no. Elaine. Oh, yeah. I'm not crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty uh, sure that's Elaine. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, Valentina, yeah. right? Like, And she might clearly <laughs> works for the government, might be working with the Thunderbolts. Growl brings up that point that maybe that's how she's involved and she's like gathering all these people to make up this. I did team. have that thing. Remember I was telling you? Like, I think like she's like creating. Like, after we talked about yeah. Black Widow. Yeah. Like, you I said you, like, you thought she was making the Dark Avengers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which, and very possible. And it's possible that. Um, Wong is helping her out because. Oh, really? I'm thinking. Uh, 
This, see, this is me like theorizing trailers, bro. So what? Well, who like, gives a shit? Because I, I, I noticed that like Doctor Strange in the trailer or yeah. Spider-Man, he wasn't shaking his hands anymore. I saw And he too. doesn't have any scars. Yeah. And he's also not wearing his like full-on like suit. He's and he winked. A, huh? And the motherfucker winked. I guess. That, oh, you haven't that, seen the wink theory? I know what. Well, because if you look at all the villains so far that have come out, uh-huh. all of the villains are winking. Like in uh, in WandaVision, for example. Uh-huh. Uh, what's her fucking name? What's the bad girl's name? Oh, uh, Agatha. Agatha. Agatha winks at the camera. Okay. And then in... Shoot, which one's the other one that I just saw? Loki? I think it might have been Loki where somebody... Oh, yeah, in Loki. She winks uh, at him. Kang, Kang winks. Oh, really? Kang winks, too. Oh, wow. And then, like, people are theorizing. Obviously, like, the whole Mephisto theory comes back up. Yeah. Which is a very valid theory because in the comic books, we would all know that this is Mephisto. <laughs> I think that something happens and then like Doctor Strange gets replaced with a bad, uh, a bad evil Doctor Strange no. and Wong knows and so he leaves and then like he's helping uh, mm-hmm. Julia Louis Dreyfus' character be cool. to like create the Dark Avengers kind of like to help take down these what might be good guys posing as bad guys. True. And on the topic of Doctor Strange and Wong's relationship Growl did make the joke Strange can't handle Wong's Wang, <laughs> which is probably yeah. true. He probably can't. Let's be honest. Yeah. Wong has been at this a lot longer than Doctor Strange has. That's true. I don't know, man. I I Wong. I liked all you the can't little go Wong with Wong. All right, go ahead. <laughs> I can't. I can't go. I can't say. I mean, yeah. Grau also brings up the point about the What If series, right? Because What If is playing into a part. A yeah. lot. Of, we were talking well, off podcast. How is that, George? How is that? I don't know. I tried watching the Peggy Carter one, and I got bored. And I have not picked it up since. I'm probably going to end it's up good, watching man. it. I know it's it. good. I know it's good. Everything Marvel makes is practically good. Mm. What did I say? <laughs> I said practically. I made sure. I qualified after okay. last week when you were all like, Nicole Kidman. Practical I, magic over here. Okay, go I on. mean, practical magic. Uh, I will say, um, I did link all the tiny Easter eggs. Like the extremist soldier coming out. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, the fact that there was a Black Widow in that same case. Yeah. Thought that was dope. I like how they're finally making it feel like the world is lived in. Not just by the characters in that specific movie, but everywhere else. Yeah, like they're kind of like doing that whole like, um, not necessarily like, oh, blinking you missed it kind of yeah. thing. But it's more like, oh, like, like, hey. That's that person. <laughs> I know who that is. Like, hey, I know who that is. Or like, you, or you kind of just like if you're, it, they're paying it off for people who like have dedicated yeah. like, oh, I watched all the movies like mm-hmm. that have to do with this thing, and then like they're paying it off by saying like, oh, look, there's uh, they this person came out and like they're like a nobody, but I know they come out like the guy yeah. taking the video. Oh yeah, the same guy from Spider Man. Yeah, who's all like do a flip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, that's incredible. That's yeah. amazing that they actually are like. Taking in part those little things. Whoa, yeah. Which is crazy. But with that comes like the whole like new era that we're living in where like people are just theorizing everything. That guy, he's in all the, he, he went, how could he go from New York to, to San Francisco? <laughs> I mean, that's a really good point. I, I did question it after I watched the video and then I remembered it's a comic book movie. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They're just doing this for the fans, for somebody who like, I mean, oh, you real. know, like, hey, look, it's the same guy, right? And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Like, it's just like, is he like a Doctor Strange guy? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what is this dude? What's that dude? What is that? I'm, I'm not, that is what I want from a universe that is interconnected. Like, it's yeah. the thing that I'll never get from DC. Yeah. Not for another 20 years, maybe. 
but you have this ability to do this in your movies yeah. interconnect everything just make everything they and that's one of the things that i have been enjoying lately is that they've all been like oh why don't you ask this person I'm like mm-hmm. oh well, they're not doing this or oh i can't because this is something i never told them about me yeah like make explanations because us the fans are obviously theorizing as to why these things don't happen just make it canon just yeah. make whatever you want but canon at this point you know that's crazy too what? like the camera work i i was expecting a little bit more because mm, they're using like all kinds of different uh, choreography mm-hmm. and i was expecting oh you know what maybe they'll use like some new like different moves they have the money usually mm-hmm. kung fu movies don't really have that big of a they budget don't. so they have to kind of like work around yeah. and you know kind of do things to capture that one shot you yeah. know or they they usually do like a long shot so that way they can get the guy going down the stairs like super far mm-hmm. and like but no they kind of just stuck to like the same stuff which is fine like yeah i'm why break what works you know i'm pretty sure the reasoning behind that is because they were using imax cameras throughout the entirety of the shoot and those right. things are massive man those are hard to move around that's true i uh, but i agree with you that the camera work did leave a little bit to be desired because it was very simple yeah like i i honestly would have appreciated more of like those old like ways of like the way they used to shoot kung fu movies like they they did they did they still did like the, the cuts a lot mm-hmm. where it's like bum 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 cut to a different place where he punches him and then he like cut to a different shot where it's like oh like yeah it's just like a lot of different cuts they maybe the train scene is probably the best one Oh, the bus scene? The bus scene is because it's almost like they're following the action Mm -hmm. rather than like kind of trying to cut it so it looks like action. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not using editing to make the action work. They're using the, I guess. The action to tell the story. Yeah, they're using the lack of editing to make the action work. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing is that like when you you look into how long it takes to create the choreography for stunts and how little time they give them to film it, Mm -hmm. it's absurd. Which may, does make me think that I feel like they might have either the stu- the studio must have been like, hey, we'll give you one scene where you can just do it as many takes as you want to make it look good. Mm-hmm. But the rest of it, we have to speed it up because we do need we do have a schedule to meet and we have to do this. <laughs> so they were like, yeah. fuck it, we'll do the we'll do the bus scene. I mm-hmm. won't make it incredible. And then because like the ending fight, it's not really that cool. I thought it was cool. I mean. Let me let me let me read. I thought uh, I thought it was very like end of like a fantasy movie kind of like ending. Yeah, where it's like uh-huh. oh cool, it's like a little you know battle. Yeah, it was, and, it, and it definitely it's ramps good up. Enough. Anyways, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you're good. <laughs> I was the one cutting you off. So it's cool. No. <laughs> you're good. Uh, I feel like it ramps up. I feel like you start off really small. Yeah. With like the bus scene, and then it slowly builds up to like oh shit, these people. Scaffolding. Remember, <laughs> these people are superheroes with quotation marks. Like yeah. we have to do that. So it was kind of cool. To see that progression in the movie. Yeah. But I do feel like you're right. Like, it was a little too choppy and a little... Had too much reminiscence of Bourne. Yeah. I did it a lot. And yeah, especially the scaffolding one. That one was, like... It was, like, it was dropping down and then cutting to, like, a wide shot and cutting back into, like, mm-hmm. where they're fighting. And then, like, oh, cut to Aquafina. I'm like, yo, too many cuts. Like, you got to follow one sense of, like... It would have been cool if they did it in a one shot. Mm-hmm. Where, like... Let's say you're just following one guy, and then that, dun, 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 you know, kind of just you're seeing everything happen as like through the scaffolding, through the right? And that would have been a cool shot, so that way you kind of get what's going on all at once, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. rather than like cut, cut, cut. I mean, I agree with you. I mean, even I, I think Grau just brought up a point. It's like I won't. He's curious to know how much of the stunts that Simo did. 
Mm-hmm. Because like that's a really good point. Because if if Simo can't do anything, they have to do certain stunts. That's they true. have to that do would, certain edits. Yeah, that's true. And and maybe that's what it is. And then he's because the cameras caught Simo doing a lot of things. I mean, yeah. And it also for me, it felt like Simo was doing a lot. And like he threw out the opening pitch to the Giants game. I don't know if you saw that. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, he threw the opening pitch to the Giants game, and then he did a backflip to it. Oh, like, nice. immediately afterwards. So like he. And we all know that the actors of, of the MCU all train their asses off to be in these movies. Yeah, they get jacked. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's actually the one doing all this stuff. And it's just a decision to change and edit like crazy. Because I th- honestly do believe that if it was shot correctly, mm-hmm. that scaffolding scene would have been the best scene of the movie. I think yeah. it would have beat the bus scene. Yeah, because there, there was so much potential to like, you have not only like the fact that like people are jumping up and down. But then there's they're also fighting, people are falling, mm-hmm. and then you also have like the scaffolding as like a way to like move the camera in certain ways to to interlace those cuts mm-hmm. rather than like you know make it all one shot. You yeah, know, you you can make it look like one shot rather than like easily like using a white pan, using the the actual bamboo to do that stuff. Yeah, which is funny because you brought up that like the way that Simu uses his jacket is a callback to Jackie Chan. Mm-hmm. This is also a callback to Jackie Chan. Oh, uh, Rush Hour 2? Rush Hour 2, yeah. yeah. I mean, the whole... As soon as I saw the scaffolding outside the building, I was like, they're going to rush hour to it. Yeah. Like, I know it, and I'm already so stoked. And then I'm watching it, and I'm like, this is a little bit too fast. <laughs> like, because <coughs> yeah. one, it's already dark. You can't really see what's going on, and everybody's wearing dark clothes. Well, uh, yeah. The Rush Hour 2 was also in the dark. It was in the dark. It was at night. Yeah, it was But at there night. was it was a lot better lit. This movie was lit like if it actually was lit in real life, yeah. where it's hard to see. And then again, like nobody was wearing clothes that you can actually see or move really well. That's it, true. It was kind of hard, and with all the like the ramping of the of the amount, it of literally copied like, it. Now that I think about it, Aquafina's hanging off bamboo. Freaking Chris Tucker was hanging off bamboo. Yeah, you, uh, the camera's completely <laughs> off, but I literally just pointed at Joy saying, "Yep." Yeah, and that well. What, and she's also yelling for him, right? Yeah, she's yelling at him. What, Sean, Sean. <laughs> she's like, you know, <laughs> you no. know I can't fly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Not> Emily. <laughs> Man, that movie's good. Uh, not, this is not Rush Hour 2, but it is just as good. Um, But, oh, so anyways, and then also, I also didn't like that they built up this character this guy with the white mask who's like oh his trainer. death dealer and, yeah and you're thinking like oh man i bet they're gonna have an epic fight at the mm-hmm. end or like oh he's gonna be a big bad you know like and he's just some throwaway character that like i know gets spanked at the end from the moment i saw the trailer i was like this dude is gonna be a badass and then we started watching the sh- the movie and i was like this could be good yeah and yeah ha- you know what i started thinking he has the same colors as taskmaster yeah. And I was does. like, oh, maybe this is how they're going to do it. And then yeah. nothing. I'm like, damn it, dude. This sucks. No payoff. Right? And then uh, <laughs> have you ever seen like Rick and Morty where like there's a guy who's like, I forgot his name, but like mm-hmm. he's like, he's like, has like, you guys go. I'll protect you. And they're like in a cave and he's going to take down like some sperm. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then he like ends up dying. Yeah. And like his pants fall off. Like, like he dies by like a, a icicle just falling on top yeah. of him or something yeah. like that. And he's like wearing like a thong and he's like, oh man, man. like I thought this guy was, was so cool. badass. Now he's not. And that's kind of exactly what we got. Growl's over here agreeing with you that, yeah, that villain was terrible. Yeah. Like, he's like, what was going on with that baddie? 
Like there was not even a villain. There was just a, a he and then he went from like oh image of a villain to a henchman. Yeah, the razor arm guy got a bigger like got a way bigger role. Okay, way bigger role than like the other guy. Well, I'll take it. Like actually, no, yeah, he did because he was in more scenes. He was yeah, he was way more scenes. Hundred percent way more scenes. And I was like, what the heck? But anyways. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't even that much of an interesting character. He did have a really good line that I liked, though, which was very, like, an obvious line to give. Razor Claw. No, 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 no not Razor Claw. Oh. No, wasn't it Razor Hand? Razor Hand? Oh, oh, no, his car says Razor Fist. Oh, Razor oh, that Fist, That was hilarious. Yeah. Which is an actual villain from the comics. Oh, yeah, oh, I didn't, I wasn't aware. Death Dealer is an actual villain from the comics, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you end up making that quiz? Which one? The one about you trying to ask me questions about Shang-Chi. I was, but, like, I only Damn. got, like, two... Qu- Two good ones. I did all that research for nothing, bro. Oh, good. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> no, nah, not that much. Oh, okay. I good. did watch a few videos and stuff just to like get caught up and stuff. Because like, I didn't want to understand like this whole back. Well, not backlash. The rightfully so backlash of of the Fu Manchu versus the Mandarin versus Wen Wu on who they are are who they all are. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very interesting the way that the MCU is handling the situation. Obviously, like when this. It <laughs> came out not very particularly like PC as to what we are now, but I'm oh, the Mandarin, yeah. And I and I liked. I don't want to give that away. I I liked the way that they threw in the the, the nod to Iron Man three. Yeah, like the fact the that ten rings and all that. Yeah, stuff. like the the fact that this that when Wu ends up like doing this whole story about like how that movie is about terrorism. It's not about who the person was. Yeah. Like, he essentially qualified the movie Iron Man 3. He was like, if you're watching the movie thinking that you're getting me, you're mm-hmm. not. What you're getting is terrorism. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, this dude should have a podcast <laughs> about just Iron Man 3, about how good it was, apparently. Um, Grau oh, Iron Man 3? Oh, yeah. 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 Grau brought up that um, he watched it in IMAX, and he said that it was actually colored really well and didn't see the darkness. So maybe it was just my shitty theater I watched it in. I watched it in IMAX, too. Oh, yeah? And it wasn't dark? No. So maybe that's the case. That's the third person now then that has mentioned watching it in IMAX and saying it was... What did you watch it on? Uh, I watched it on a regular screen. Oh, you watched a regular screen. Mm-hmm. I was going to watch a Dolby, mm-hmm. but it was so packed. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't even get a seat. So I, was like, I almost watched it in IMAX, but then the freaking theater ended up filling up and I was like, I'm not doing this. I can't do this. Well, wait. I watched it in the front. so that Oh, did you? Why. Yeah, I watched movies in the front. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's fair. I mean, I I've started C and D. Like I'm not that's like not A or B. B. I was technically in row B when I watched mine. Row B? Yeah, pretty much, dude. I was pretty close. Ugh. It wasn't that bad, actually. Yeah. I've gotten a lot more used to it. B Plus for like bum. Yeah, for bum. Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> B for bum, Joey. <laughs> Clearly, your English <laughs> is coming out there. I I don't oh, know. Wait, you mean B? Like B. Big- Oh. As in B as in boy. Oh, okay. So, yeah, B for bum. <laughs> B for bum. Yeah, okay. B for bum. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I feel like right now the MCU, I feel like all of this phase four is literally about grief. About grief and love. That's like the typical fucking theme that we're getting across all of these movies and TV shows. What do you think is, um, what do you think is his grief? In Shang-Chi's. Yeah. In Shang-Chi? Well, yeah. for which character? For Shang-Chi. For Shang-Chi, it's about what he did. It's about the fact that he grew up and he left his... He abandoned his his sister, left her in a shitty position. And then everything about him leaving his family, running away. The part that I don't want to talk about that will give away stuff about the movie. Right. Like, I think that is a lot about what his grief is. And about him losing his family. And Because remember, he's the oldest 
of the kids, he mm-hmm. remembers a time when his mom and dad were extremely happy and loving. Right. And even though we don't get that, like we don't see it, we know through Shang-Chi that that is the case. And that's kind of like, it's the, lo- it's the loss of his family and him slowly trying to regain that. And then obviously the whole thing dealing with, with Wenwu being a huge grief mo- moment in that. Mm. You know, and there's even like a slight little sadness to uh, Aquafina's character. Hmm? Well, her grandpa had just died. They they did? Yeah. Remember, like, in that scene when uh, Sean, at the time, shows up at the freaking house and he's eating their food? Uh The grandma's there, and the grandma mentions, like, oh, you can't sit there. That's granddad's spot. Uh So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's very clear that that family's still reeling from the death of their grandparent. Aquafina did not let in on that. No, not at all. But there's, like, (laughs) I had, like, a few, like, theories as we were going through. And then I don't want to spoil anything. You know, it's funny. I applaud you because, like, I feel like you. I I came in today thinking like uh, George is gonna bag on me because I've like not necessarily ragged on uh, Aquafina a lot, uh-huh. but I haven't really like enjoyed a lot of her movies. Yeah, no, of course. And I thought you were gonna say like nah. you probably just didn't like it because of Aquafina. Because I got a lot of that from my brothers. Oh, did it? Yeah, they're like nah, bro. Of Aqu- you're you're you're. You hate it because you hate Aquafina. I'm like, I don't hate Aquafina. I can't have two people do it. I can't. I can't do two <laughs> actors to you. I can't do that to you to The Rock and Aquafina. That's a lot. I guess that's true. Plus, besides, I know you don't really hate either one of these actors. Yeah. And the truth is, is that I will be 100 percent honest. I feel like Aquafina could have been changed out with anybody other else, <laughs> and it would have been fine. I don't. Uh, like talking about big name actors, to... that's probably the biggest name actor in there. Yeah, I guess, but. Honestly, I honestly I nah I don't think it should have been changed. I think she was fine. Oh no, I'm not saying that she should have been changed. No, yeah. I think she was fine. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like you're coming into this movie and you're you, it's multi I'm assuming it's multi movies coming oh, that's going to yeah. happen. Uh-huh. Like, yo, you know, act it up a but little bit. Something, man. A little bit, you know? I put some effort into it. Don't rely on the funny too much. You know, not even like. Wow. I would say even Chris Pratt kind of like, like he's relies a lot on his like funny humor and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But he has those moments where he's like, okay, I gotta actually act it right here. Yeah. Like, this is the drama part. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, who's who's the other actor who does that? Um, Ant Man. What's his name? Oh, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Yeah. He does have those like moments where he's kind of like, even though it does not come off mm-hmm. <laughs> as strong. Yeah. Uh, but. He does have his moments where it's like, oh, okay, like, I can see, like, I can kind of emote with him. And Aquafina didn't really have those scenes, didn't have that opportunity a lot. Mm. I mean, I, but when, I agree. But the times that she did have it, she didn't really use it to her full potential, in my opinion. I feel like it was m- it was the most subdued I've ever seen Aquafina in a movie. Because mm-hmm. usually, in uh, any Aquafina, like, the only other movie where I feel like she was as subdued was, uh, what is it called? Damn it, not The Visit. Uh, the one about her dying grandmother, oh. the farewell, <laughs> right? The farewell is yeah, the other true. only other movie where I've ever seen her so freaking like calm, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay. And this movie, I don't think she was calm, but I feel like she didn't do it up as much. Like, like I, I agree you with so? you, yeah. Like, I feel like it wasn't. She wasn't at the same level. There was moments like when she was at the house 
and like that little scene between her and her brother mm-hmm. and she goes like don't worry bro one day you too will be living the dream mm-hmm. and like there was funny parts and good moments but i feel like there wasn't enough for her no but that's what i'm saying like she 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 did have those moments and she she kind of fell back on like being funny and stuff mm-hmm. like that which is cool and like because she did ha- like she when she's like did you bet against me he's like no 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 yeah like she had those little moments, but mm-hmm. then like, and she most of her, she was more like a little silly like character. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, I felt I would have felt sadder if <laughs> this is gonna come out wrong, but I would have felt sadder if uh, one of the little creatures that uh-huh. died with the wings, yeah, if he died, uh-huh. if rather than like if Aquafina died, I'd oh. be like, oh Shang Chi, <laughs> oh you lost your friend, but. <laughs> Hey man, like, <laughs> hey man. At least you got a, you made a new friend. <laughs> <laughs> a new animal. You just, yeah. a new and, you got, and you got some jewelry. Man. Yeah, you're good. Dog. <laughs> yeah. I apparently Grouch completely disagrees. He says that bet, yeah. he carried, she carried a lot of the movie. That without her, she, the movie would not be anywhere near as good. I guess so. I mean, I know that she's a conduit for us, the viewer, right? Because mm. she acts exactly how we would be acting in the situation. If we found, if I, if me and you jumped on a bus. Yeah, and you suddenly were attacked by people, and you started being the crap out of these people. Yeah. I too would be, what the fuck, Joey? <laughs> like, where did all this happen? And like, I get that she's a conduit for the viewer, but at the yeah. same time, I'm like, seemed kind of subdued, and a lot of the stuff she just fe- seemed lost. You know, the way that uh, everybody makes fun of Tom Holland and like Infinity War and Endgame, being like, oh, what's going on? Because they yeah. didn't want to tell him. Feels like Aquafina kind of at some points was kind of just given like. Oh yeah, here, just go do this yeah. real quick. Like here, like I'm gonna. There's like, that moment where she's learning something, and they're like, "Here, yeah, go learn this." Yeah, and then they kind of just cut it. Yeah, like <laughs> like, like in half. Like, and that's and like that's where my grief about grief about this movie comes in to play. Like the one negative thing I will say is that I looked so forward to seeing Tallow, and when we got there, I was a little disappointed and bored. And that's the only part where I was like, man, this might be dragging a little bit too long. And yeah, I get that's it. That's the part that I was saying. Well, you said ever since they got captured. And I don't that's when they that. get captured. That's when you get introduced to him. What? No. Really? They get captured like 20 minutes before they get to Tallow. Maybe more. Oh, you mean the city. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about the little town. Okay. Like that is that is where the movie for me got a little bit slow and then it picked right back up. Because yeah. it needed that beat to breathe to let the characters grow, move around, do stuff, learn where they're at and stuff. I get that. I understand why that beat is there. It just felt a little too slow. Yeah, too slow. And and I'm like, I'm just... But I'm willing to watch it again. Like, I'm willing to watch it again just because I'm like, maybe I missed something, you know? Uh-huh. Like, because I was watching it and I was very entertained. But then, like, I think, like... I, it started to wind down when they get captured. Mm-hmm. I didn't say like that's for me, like oh, ultimate like bummer. Like no, I started to wind down because they're sitting at the dinner table and then like they get <laughs> go to jail and then like it, it just starts to wind down, dude. It, it, and then they get I to get ta- and then you get to the city mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, maybe things are gonna get different here. Mm-hmm. Mm, they don't. And then it picks right back up. See, my my thing about the like the imprisoned. See, it's scene, I'll call it the prison in prison dark. Yeah. I enjoyed it because it, it added so much to the sadness that Wen Wu's character is feeling. You know, without if you cut out that like that twenty minute piece, yeah. His his character growth, his character arc is pointless and boring, and then you have essentially another Mandarin or another one of these villains that don't mean anything that just ends up dying. 
Mm-hmm. At least here, like Wen Wu's character grows and shows he shows where he was, what he changed and how he changed, and then how everything tore down his whole world got brought down mm-hmm. and how he had to re become something he didn't want to be. And then you see what he's trying to work for. It makes him almost feel like you feel for the character. I think it's one of the very few characters that I end up feeling for. I loved Wen Wu's character so much that I, I put him up there with some of the great villains uh, the MCU has produced. Mm. Even though he's not a villain, which kind of sucks. Mm. Okay. And I mean, and as, and let me... I do feel like this is probably a good point in the podcast to say I love this movie. I think this movie is my favorite movie of the year. Hands down. Oh, I think You've it's a nice. A couple times now. No, this one for sure. Like I know I said, old <laughs> was like great, but this one is different than old in the sense that I can rewatch this movie over. As soon as I finished watching it, I was mad because it is not on Disney Plus because I would have paid for it immediately. Really, I really love this movie. I oh. think so far, I think it's up there with with all the movies that have been released so far in Phase Four, like including Spider Man: uh, Far From Home. I almost feel like this was better than Spider-Man Far From Home. Really? I love Spider-Man Far From Home. I love the Mysterio uh, as a villain. Yeah. I love the whole, like, Spider-Tingle thing. But I felt a little too samey in that movie. And this one felt all new. Because I don't know anything about it. Mm. And okay. I and I and that played a huge part in it. And honestly, that's why I'm giving this movie probably a nine and a half. Ooh. And and if And if I'm allowed to break my rule, I'm giving this a 9.7. Go ahead. I mean, it's your rule, dog. I mean, it's my rule. But, like, I really want to give it a 10, but I do feel like that that one little spacing thing yeah. does kill me a little bit. The pacing in that one moment. Other than that, I think this movie's incredible, man. Hmm. I really feel like that movie's great. Yeah. Like I always say about Marvel movies, I think uh, I'm super biased, mainly because I just enjoy the movies. I, I, yeah. I enjoy these movies, especially. I Like I said, I really like the beginning. I like the... The, even the middle the the fight that preceded it which was the bus scene and then you get the scaffolding scene and you get even like a little like they go to like, go to another country and they mm-hmm. meet Wong and all this other stuff and then even during the dip as I was going down I was still enjoying what I was seeing yeah and like like I said I liked one of the characters that gets introduced within those scenes mm-hmm. and then uh, like uh, we b- both agree that the Talo scene was just like the worst part of the movie which but is when you say the worst part of the movie it's like it was just kind of it was just okay <laughs> it wasn't like a typical part of the movie where you're like this is the worst part of the movie and uh contrary to bear, uh popular opinion i actually really enjoyed the lo- the boss fight at the end oh I really actually, i actually enjoyed it growl called it a uh rehash of king kong underworld yeah <laughs> And I'm like, it really was kind of is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it really was. And then, so anyways, but I give this movie an 8.5. Well, okay. So pretty much on par with Black Widow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. I, I get it. Like, and I don't understand. Black Widow, I had kind of almost a similar opinion. Yeah. I mean, you, the main thing with Black Widow is what they did to the character that you didn't appreciate. Yeah. Which is fine. Like, I honestly, I want to see where this movie takes us. I'm more like I'll say this a hundred times over. I was more interested than in this movie than I was the Eternals, and having now been forced to watch the new trailer of Eternals because it came out before Shang Chi. Yeah, I still feel like this movie is going to be whatever's. Hmm. I'm 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 like not really looking forward to the movie. I'm just gonna watch it, 
at this yeah. point because I'm like, I, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Like, I, it's just, it's going to keep me okay until Hawkeye comes out, like two weeks later, and then until uh, Spider-Man comes out. Nice. But yeah, other than this, I'm not looking forward to the Eternals, honestly. You know what other movie I watched this, this week? What'd you watch? Uh, I watched Vanilla Sky. My girlfriend has never watched it before. Uh-huh. And she was like, we were looking through HBO Max. Yeah. And then she, it was like, it just popped up. Like, but she was like, oh, uh, so-and-so. Uh, her sister had like the, the DVD coming. She's like, she always saw it. She was like, what is that movie about? And I'm like, let's watch it. Uh-huh. And then <laughs> she was like, is it a romance movie? And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. And then, uh, mm-hmm. uh, but like as soon as it started, it's just like the like new line cinema. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, by the way, just letting you know right now, like this movie's weird. <laughs> like, and, like yeah. and you're gonna have to pay. Like, and then I told her you're gonna have to pay attention. Yeah, she's like, for reals. Like, for, I'm like, for reals, for reals. <laughs> and then the whole time she's like, what the heck is going on in this movie? Like the whole movie, she was like, what the heck is going on in this movie? Yeah, that, was that, like, that was my reaction when I first watched Vanilla Sky. I thought it was really good. I need to rewatch it because I watched it when it first came out, and I was like all over the place, and I was like, I don't understand that. I never rewatched. It. I own the I own the DVD. There you go, man. And I never, I never watched it again. It's so good. Like, well, I wouldn't say it's so good, but I thought it was like it's a really good revisit. Mm-hmm. Like the like, because it's one of those movies when I watch, I watched it when I was younger. Yeah. So like now watching it as an adult, I can kind of like keep up with it a little bit more, and I'm like, um, okay, I see. And that's like, why I want to rewatch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it'll be way better now. Probably. It's like how I, when I was a kid and I watched Unbreakable, and I thought it was weird. And then I rewatched Unbreakable like a few years later after I understood what movies were. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, this movie's incredible. Yeah. You know what what other movie is incredible? What? The Platform. Oh, I thought you already watched it. No, remember? I we I didn't get to talk about it last week with you. You didn't? No, dude. Oh, whoopsie. You, remember, because you were supposed to watch Vacation Friends, and I was supposed to watch The Platform. Yeah, I didn't watch Vacation I Friends. I know you didn't. <laughs> we talked about it. But The Platform was incredible. <laughs> okay. I, I can't speak enough to this movie. If if you were listening to this podcast, yeah. and you already heard Joey talk about how <laughs> great this movie was, I'm telling you to watch this movie. It's great. That's really now, good. granted, I will throw a disclaimer. <laughs> there is a dog in this movie, and the dog... I'm going to be up front. The dog doesn't make it, so just be prepared for this. Oh, uh, yeah. Because I don't want people to go in and be like, oh, my God. It's a, it's, I told you guys the last week like the premise of the movie was like, oh, you're stuck in the jail. And, like, literally, you're, if you, can, you can volunteer to join this jail, and you can get whatever you want. You know, like, mm-hmm. oh, I want, you know, somebody says, like, oh, I want, like. Uh, a million dollars. A million dollars, yeah. And they're like, okay, six months in this jail. He's like, all right, cool. And he volunteers to be in the jail, mm-hmm. and then all he bring like you can bring w- one item with you, and that's it, and and you're just supposed to stay in this jail. And you're like, okay, sure, I'll bring. Some guy says like, I'm gonna bring a book. Yeah. Some guy says like, I'm gonna bring a knife. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring this. I'm gonna bring not, a rope. Not knowing what's <laughs> gonna happen. Yeah. What they what they don't tell you is that it's there's a square in the middle of the jail where the lo- with a platform that lowers, like every what. Day? Uh, every two minutes it goes down yeah. and every day it restarts and yeah and then you get two minutes to eat whatever you want off that platform and it's like they ask you what your favorite food is and they put that favorite food in there if it's there by the time it gets to your platform then you get to eat yeah and um pretty much it just keeps going down 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 to like an endless hole yep and uh at the end of the day it gets shot back up mm-hmm. and then at, at the end of the month you get to a new platform and you're, you're either higher or lower and you better you know, take advantage of when you're higher and you better pray to God you survive when you're in the lower. 
and someone decides yeah. to bring a dog. So <laughs> in a place where you don't get to eat too much, they bring a dog. So you can imagine what possibly occurs. Yes. So th- this movie is so good at creating <coughs> metaphors Oops. and making them pay off. Like this movie is so ridiculously good. I can't speak enough to how good this movie is without telling yeah. you anything. Cause it's a short movie. Like Joey told me last week, it was a 90 minute movie. Great 90 minute movie. Yeah. A lot of people are saying like, this movie's just the cube, which yeah. Okay. Kind <laughs> of the cube. I'd never watched the cube. Oh no. It, it's one of those bad, good movies. Oh, okay. Um, a little bit more good than bad. I want to say, uh, I haven't watched it since like forever. And I watched it on TV. Mm. Uh, but it does have like cube vibes. But this is a way better version of Cube. It's more. I feel like it's the easier to grasp, like the idea. Yeah, because it's very self-explanatory. Like how Joey explained it is how the movie works, how the how this jail works, and that's all you really need to know. You don't give yeah. a shit about these characters, like backstories are. Yeah, you care about them in this in this prison, and it delivers, man. That ending is great. I love the ending of this movie. Um, the acting, I think, is so well done. The questions that it poses are great. <laughs> Um, I was going to watch it in Spanish and watch a sub, but when I watched it, I didn't have the opportunity to be constantly reading. So I ended up switching it to English. Mm. I almost didn't even notice. Like half the time, it felt so natural that it was in English. And yeah. I was like, oh, wow, they did a really good job dubbing this movie. Yeah. But holy crap. Like, this is a great movie. Yeah, I know. Uh, hey, I'm really glad Joey ended up telling me to watch this movie because fuck, it was worth it. It's yeah. such <laughs> a good fucking movie. Like, I can't. Guarantee. Watch the platform. It's on Netflix. There's some theories behind it. Like you, you guys can make up your own theories. My theory of this whole movie is that, like, obviously the the metaphor is capitalism. Because <laughs> everything is capitalism. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but literally it is <laughs> like it's, capitalism and classism. Yeah, exactly. And then like, um, it the main character is like pretty much like an any idealist. Yeah. No, I wouldn't even say an idealist. Hmm? Like, I would say he, he's like a, the Jesus character. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Well, like, I mean, they do call him the Messiah in the movie. Right? So I'm like, and then he doesn't end up, like, delivering <laughs> as such. And then uh, the ending, oh, I have so many metaphors for that ending. There, there's so much good stuff. Yeah. That, like, honestly, like, I don't know how to, I can't. The fact that I am struggling to put in words, it should tell you, you should watch this movie. Yeah, this movie, uh, I would suggest it. I'm like, if you have a strong stomach for like a little bit of violence. Yeah. Like, well, not even say. a little bit, like a lot of violence. Quite a bit of violence. Yeah. I, I would say like you can you should watch it and then like. Definitely not one for the kiddos. Yeah. Don't watch it with your family. <laughs> uh, but definitely watch it and just kind of keep an open mind of like, you know, how you interpret the story mm-hmm. like it can mean anything really like it's one of those movies where it's like oh this movie stands for this or this movie stands for that it yeah. could be anything and it, and it's such a good it's so well written the dialogue is really well written and uh, it feels it's, so smooth it's, it's quick, quick yeah very yeah. fucking quick you are 100 percent right it, it's quick and like you don't really there's no real breaks because pretty much is it's a talking movie really yeah i mean there's not there's some action in it but it's not like Oh my god, like Chang Shi. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're not like you don't there's not something constantly gravitating your eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more of a thinking movie. And honestly, a great one. Can't recommend it enough. Watch yeah. it. 90 minutes on Netflix called the platform. And that's pretty much it for this week. No? I, I watched Birdcage. 
All right, well, let's save it for next week. Okay. <laughs> I really I mean, like the movie. It's my first time watching it. That's it. <laughs> I have more stuff about it, but. Anyways, guys, thank you for jumping in on the stream. Thank you for adding your your comments and concerns. If you want to go ahead and give us your reviews of any of these movies, go ahead and jump on Instagram and tell us what you think about Shang-Chi, about the platform. I'd love to have more conversations openly about these movies and actually be able to spoil them a little bit more. I've been George. And go watch some more movies. <laughs>